Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Panic causes tunnel vision. Calm acceptance of danger allows us to more easily assess the situation and see the options. Our campaign is Horror on the Orient Express, and this is episode 72. I'm your Game Master, and Jeff Wilkins will be giving the recap. Well, I know that I'm ready. The players are frustrated, but they're ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Jeff? I don't like it when you start off with a quote talking about panic. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Um, our group is still sort of floundering about in Constantinople, wondering about how they're going to get the last two important pieces of this crazy mission. We're looking for two things at the moment. One, a set of scrolls that will tell us how to destroy the Sedevkar Simulacrum, and two, the Shunned Mosque, which we were told is in the location where the Simulacrum was created, and thus that's where we need to destroy the item. We've done a lot of visiting from museums to the library to the bazaar, but so far we haven't really gotten one good lead, which we plan, we've only gotten one really good lead, which we plan to follow up on shortly. We've made a connection from our previous story to the Red Tower, also called the Blood Tower. Dr. Keith has put a theory forward that since this is a known location of occult activity in the past, that perhaps the Shunned Mosque is in the same location. Frank gets stuck on the idea that we might be able to see it from the tower. We might be able to see the tower if we were on a boat rather than in the city. Uh, we know from the story before that the tower was in the northeast section of the city and that it was near the coastline. We have scheduled a boat tour this morning with a focus on the historical background of Constantinople. But perhaps our biggest lead is to find the sweaty man, who is called Belad. Uh, it is known he's knowledgeable of the underground or criminal activities within the city. We've heard his name mentioned a few times as someone who might know. Dr. Keith has sent a somewhat cryptic message to the man via a young street urchin outside of our hotel and we received a response asking us to meet him at the bathhouse the next day, which would be today. We hope to take a boat ride in the morning and then meet the sweaty man after that. That brings us up to date. All right. So my usual question, what you get to? <laughs> um, because I wasn't here and I, I, and I haven't uh, seen the other episodes, and I think it'd be good for us to just kind of do this. Um, let's talk about where we've been and where we haven't gone. Right. Where, what locations have we been in ruled out and which locations have we not been to that may be of interest that we know are actual locations that are listed? Well, we, we've visited both of the uh, newspapers. Um, and I believe the, the university library, uh, the top copy museum, there's still a lot we could do there. We've got a meeting. We did, we did go there by the way, but we didn't, yes. Didn't we find got, anything. Well, I pretty much, I think I buggered that one up because I started asking about the occult and the person who I was asking got somewhat offended that I would bring that sort of topic up. So he gave us the cold shoulder. Okay. Well, um, 
the political climate in uh, in Constantinople right now is is a, a lot of hostility towards uh, British. Um, the the Turks are uh, very nationalistic right now. They're very very they consider their heritage very important to them. So what what the questions that were asked kind of indicated that oh do you have occult stuff around here and they're all Muslims so they were like what are you in, what are you implying you know that wow. we that we're devil worshippers you infidel bastards <laughs> okay <laughs> so they weren't happy with that line of see that point. well and uh, I know that Frankie just said that we've chartered a boat what is the goal of finding the tower are you hoping that by finding the tower, we find the mosque. That there's like like something there. Well, we, yes, we're we're thinking that perhaps if it was historically um, a center of of power, and if that was where the Sedevkar simulacrum was made, and it can only be destroyed where it was made, then it would make sense that if it can only be destroyed where it was made, and it can only be destroyed at the the Red Mosque. Um, the, the Red Tower, um, so that the Red Tower and the Shunned Mosque could be the same place, or the the, the Shunned Mosque may be on on the site of the of, of the Red Tower, the Bloody Tower. Or well, that's that's not a Red. bad idea, because because um, you know the 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 mosques have the spires where the uh, the callers go out and they 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 sing or they call. But we've also we've also got an appointment to see um, this Caleb chap who um, he might know more about this this cult. I think well, I mean, the, but bear in mind though that the I mean, with the all the stuff about the Red Tower is is from um, I imagine the Diablo, and so that could just be a huge red herring. It could have absolutely nothing to do with it at all. Or it might not even be in that part of the city. That bit of the book might have been wrong or something. Um, it might be completely unconnected with what we're looking for now. It's going to be like miles away. So, um, Well, uh, I was not here. I was sleeping in my room getting drunk um, for the past two days. So what do you guys think is our best lead? The sweaty man... The tower, uh, the Chapaki uh, Museum. Well, I think that the, the Baleb seems to be something of a sort of information dealer with with his fingers very much in the underworld. I think if anyone's going to, it might be pricey to to get it out of him. He might want something in return. Um, but I have a feeling that if if we were to find out. More about the, um, the 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 skinless cult um, and the shunned mosque. I, I think he'd be a good starting point because obviously, if he's a, a part of the underworld, then he's going to be more likely to talk about things like that than a respectable person would be. Um, and then we've got. I mean, we can take the the boat ride and see if we can see a red tower in that part of of the city. But that's. But we have to bear in mind that the whole idea of linking the the red tower with the shunned mosque is is just is entirely speculative. 
So we, I don't think that should be our, our primary um, route. Which, by the way, Tom, building off of that, I didn't necessarily want to spend a lot of time on that. Like, basically, if you just say you take a boat ride and you see it or you don't see it, and then you come back, like, that's all I want out of it. I just want to be able to say I wasn't on a, on a boat ride. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't want to waste a lot of time if that's... You don't want to waste a lot of time with me going, oh, there's a tower, and there's a tower, <laughs> there's a really big one over there, and there's a yeah. really bitty one over there. Because there's, there's a lot of different spires from all the mosques, so it's going to be difficult to kind of pinpoint, unless it's painted red. That's what we're hoping, because it should be. I mean, it was a long time ago, so it's maybe... Be, I mean, if it was the same tower, it would be very, very old as well. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you kind of mentioned in the last one that it's very possible things could have fallen down, been rebuilt mm. over and over again in the past. What? Yeah, it might just be. It might just be the same. Years. I mean, it might not even be. Um, as we, we discussed last time, the Shunned Mosque, mosque could even be possibly underground because the city gets built on over periods of time. So, I mean, we might not even. We might just be looking for like a, a rug shop. Where the 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 red tower used to be, yeah, and there's something under it, so we we might not even be able to see it from from above ground. So, um, what are the plans for your day? You're going to go on the boat ride at ten, and we'll you're going on a lovely to, boat ride, and you're going and to then, try and find the bathhouse with Baylab. Yes, yep. we have a meeting with him scheduled at two p.m. Yes, I'm still. I still don't know whether they're gonna. Are they gonna let a woman into a bathhouse? Probably. I mean, if it's a men's bathhouse, probably not. It's probably it's probably gonna be yeah, just men only, isn't it? A Turkish bath. I don't know. Aren't they segregated? Aren't they? Isn't there like a men's section and then a women's section? Yeah, there are. Yeah, I really don't know. I've only the, the one I went to was. <sighs> Yeah, the ones I've been to, they're 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 separated, but uh, you know, I don't know if if that's how this bathhouse works. If uh, you know, in 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 general, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. In general, yeah, you, okay. a, woman, a woman will not get into a men's bathhouse. So all I, all I remember was an enormous hairy man, um, with a, a very soapy, uh, huge soapy sponge. Mm-hmm. Uh, washing me very roughly. Happy memories. <laughs> That's all Sorry, part of the experience. The <laughs> it's all magical. <laughs> Anything can happen in a bathhouse. Frequently does. We can talk about that <laughs> after the game. <laughs> um, okay, I, I think that our best lead would probably be uh, the sweaty man, Balin. So... Right, so that's at two o'clock. So it, right now, let's say it is seven a.m. You have three hours until your boat ride, and your boat ride's a two-hour boat ride. They're going to take you all the way up the Golden Horn, and then all the way back around the other side of the city, and then back, unless you guys tell them otherwise. They assumed, of course, that you just wanted to see stuff. Yep. What's that red tower over there? Yeah. What's that red tower over there? <laughs> I don't I can think yeah, of a I color don't. line. 
we don't necessarily have to go on the other side because the uh, the book I think specified that it was in the northeast. It said it was on the north side of the city, on the shore. So I don't think we need to go around to the other side, unless that's just part of the tour. But well, what do we want to do? That uh, is just part of the tour, unless you tell them otherwise. Well, we might as well enjoy ourselves while we're doing it and have the full tour. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. What are we going to do uh, in the three hours that we're not doing the boat ride? We want to have breakfast and then look around. We have a walk. Yeah, we had to walk so, there. So with canasta. <laughs> uh, Thomas, just so you know, Tom's been hinting several times that we need to talk to people. So if you have I, ideas on who to talk to or where to go. I don't have any idea on who to talk to. I have no idea. That's the problem. It's like Balin is our only uh, human contact. Yes. So far, he's the only name we've ever gotten. Yeah. So. Oh. Okay. Well, if you guys have breakfast at eight o'clock, uh, Fayer shows up. Which is the other thing, Thomas. Okay. We're super paranoid about Fayer, so we don't necessarily want to treat our translator and let him know what we're looking for. So. Oh yeah, that's... I was very I thought very we got cautious. Over. No, I I was cautious to um. Um not let him know anything. I, I sent the message off to Baleb um, with a street kid and I did it after uh, our translator had left for the night. So we're still... Uh, he doesn't know we're having a meeting with the translator we, uh, with um, Baylor. So we're still telling uh, we're still telling him that oh we're we're archaeologists from Arkham, and we're here to we're, we're doing an expedition or something like that. We're working with a museum. I believe that what that yeah, was I the. Just, I still just I think it's I, I just think it's too convenient that we were looking for a translator and just oh look here's a fight that directs us straight to a translator. I mean, it, it's funny because I'm usually the paranoid one, but it's like. Um, I can I can just say that you were in the area of the bazaar where the translators were where the where the scribes were. So the fact that you bumped into a scribe is not not unusual at all. You were practically in the district where all the scribes were. Or any anyone could be a, 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 a member of the cult, couldn't they? Balib could be a member of the cult. That is true. Balib could be a member of the cult. Does does do we know if Balab speaks English? Well, he he sent a, a note in English. Well, that just means he has a scribe who can write English. That doesn't mean well, he if he's got a scribe. English. His scribe can do his translating for him. All right, so that means we can keep Faya out of it. Um. Okay, so so he so he comes into the room. I'm assuming we're in the dining hall. Yes. And, uh, good morning, uh, gentlemen, lady. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Faya. Uh, just to bring you up to speed on our itinerary for today, it seems as if we will be taking a boat ride. Is this correct, gentlemen and lady? Yes, indeed. Lovely scenic sightseeing boat ride around... Uh... Ah, 
around the horn. Perhaps you would like... Uh-oh, you guys glitched. We, we glitched, um, you glitched. I glitched. Yeah, you, he, you says, glitched. he says, yeah. perhaps you would like, uh, you'd like me to show you things, um, point things out for you. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, please do. That would be, that would be most, most helpful. Okay. Um, so he, he just waits there. He's, he's already eaten. I'm, okay, out of character to Mick and Jeff, have we asked him about his background at all? No, not really. No, we, right. we, we know that he's a scribe and that he was <laughs> um, involved in um, some sort of business deal with these people that went a bit uh, moody and they mm. were less than pleased. I've tried also to indicate that he's very much a, a business person. He uh, he He's pleasant, but he's not friendly, you know? Yeah, um, you would get kind of the in indication that you know, asking him personal questions, he might be hesitant because that's just not any of your damn business. <laughs> um, how old is he? Did we, we you said he was young, but how yeah. young are we talking? 18, uh, probably 20? about uh, 21, 22 years old. All right. Um. Okay. Well, I'm. You, you, you prompted us to talk to people, Tom. So I'm going to talk to people. Sophia, okay. how long have you been translating as I take a, a bite of egg in my stoic voice? Well, sir, I've uh, I studied uh, English and uh, another of a, a number of other languages in university, uh, and and uh, what you would call high school. Uh, from by the, I, I began perhaps when I was sixteen. Uh, it, you always wanted to be a translator. That was sort of your goal, your lot in life. Well, it was a way to obtain a, a decent education. Uh, I, I I nod, and uh, I then look to the group, and I say, uh, "Well, I haven't been out on the town, but I hear that." Feelings towards the British is very heavy. Does this also include Americans? And I kind of looked to Fea. You kind of know Constantinople. Um, he looks a little bit uh, a little bit uncomfortable. He says, "Well, sir," he says, "It's the British that have uh, ruled over us, uh, not the Americans." So, uh, but it's sometimes it's difficult to tell you apart. I kind of give a scoff as I reach into my coat and uh, I then say um, God I'm trying to I'm trying to think of questions that I can ask him uh, I looked at the group and I say um, well what are we uh, most excited to see on the boat rider the Hagia Sophia? The Blue Mosque. We've been to the Blue Mosque. That's it good. Was, it was amazing. Blue Mosque is really, really very pretty. I've only seen it in pictures. So I'm jealous of you. But, and I take out uh, Rupert's flask that he gave me. 
I kind of dip it into my 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 cup with the ice, and I say, uh, "But I was a little preoccupied," and I slide the flask back into my coat pocket and I take a sip. <laughs> Be careful. This is a Muslim area which alcohol is frowned upon. You know, I did some research. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Apparently for Muslims, yes, most definitely there are areas of Turkey that are extremely conservative. However, Turkey has been producing rakia, which is a Turkish alcohol, for thousands of years. So there's a lot, large population that's like, yeah, yeah, we still drink <laughs> rakia. So you can get alcohol. It's not Saudi Arabia where the, 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 the what is it, the correction police? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I kind of raise my eyebrows and take a sip. Um, I say, how long have you been in the city, Faya? Have you lived here for a long time? Do you know the area well? I've I've been here most of my life, sir. Well, that's uh, can definitely help us on the boat ride because we can't speak to the 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 crew or the the captain, and I'm sure he doesn't know as much as you. But being a, being a scribe does take you into some very interesting places. People all the time need uh, assistance and i am uh, as you can see very well versed in sp in speaking english in fact he has a very good british accent um and he's just like uh so i get used a lot for by english and uh, other people travelers all right i'm gonna ask this if it doesn't if if he feels uncomfortable with it i kind of want to do let's see do i have i have persuade um, all right, so so I'm going to ask a question. If he doesn't like it, I'm going to try and persuade him into giving me a response. All right. Whatever. All right. So uh, I, I take the glass and I set it down and I say, "Do you get a lot of odd uh, people looking for a scribe?" I'm not sure what you mean by odd. Well, people who you know are 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 strange or ask you to. You know, take down something that may seem strange. I'm sure that in in a big city like this, in this part of the world, people are often asking to transcribe uh, different articles, uh, manuscripts, old manuscripts, maybe. And I take another sip. Well, I'm I'm not exactly sure if this would qualify, but. Um... I don't always uh, completely understand uh, the details of what I'm translating. I do my best, especially with German, to get the to get the translation that makes sense the most to be in Turkish. Um, but I, I, I. I it's what I do day in and day out. So nothing really sticks in my mind that was ever odd or weird. With us, people who frequently, you know, work with literature and people who frequently work with, uh, with history uh, and archaeology, we deal frequently with people and things that seem a little odd or misplaced, hmm. especially when you travel around so much. Mostly I just do business forms. Oh, 
and I take another drink, and I look to the paranoid people of the group, and I kind of, like, raise my eyebrow, like, <laughs> I think he's fine. He's just a 21-year-old who, who signs out business forms. But then Tom makes that face, and then I get worried. What what face am I making? A little evil smile. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Don't look at my evil smile. Really <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've, got, I've got nothing else to ask him, so I'm just going to continue eating my food. If he's going to sit there politely, I'm just going to eat. All right. All right, so let's say you finish your dinner, your your breakfast. Um, anything you're going to do between now and the boat ride? When I say that, I'm not giving you a hint. I'm just saying, is there anything you want to do? <laughs> we can just jump ahead. Um, I don't know. Also, I didn't mean to talk. Like, if you want to go back to the Bumas, that's fine, too. I'm, I'm oh, no, no. They, they talk to an imam. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Um. I'm good to just start walking as soon as breakfast is done. I don't know about the rest of you. Where have we not gone? We've not gone Hagia Sophia. Yeah. Hagia Sophia. Mm. It's a big it's a big city. You've been to the Hippodrome and the cisterns? We have not done that. And the cisterns have come up because that was mentioned in the uh, the book from before. There are still cisterns, yes. Well, and, of course, the Hippodrome was also mentioned, but very briefly, because they were building it. The bazaar we've been to, well, you were with us when we went to the bazaar. Well, and you were only in the bazaar for a couple of hours, and yeah. you couldn't have possibly seen it all. <laughs> went to the museum. Do you think anyone at the consulate would know anything? Went by the consulate. I'm a little I'm trying to remember what you guys did. You you went to check something. Is that where we went with uh, Dawkins and I? Where we went to check the city hall, like the records? Yeah, the hall of records. But I can't remember what you were checking on. I think we were looking for like building permits. Uh, or oh, that's right. That's right. Strange buildings. Um, yeah, and it wasn't enough information to find anything. Yeah. The consulate is usually where, you know, people check in to be like, hi, I'm from this country, I'm here. Um, this is the paranoia talking. But we've brought the theory up that it looks as if Smythe is kind of in parallel with us. Like he is on a separate journey, but he is also doing something, and he is coming to Constantinople from the wording in which Bedos has sent his messages. So what if he checked in at the consulate? If it's under British rule, would there still be a British consulate? Oh, yeah. There is definitely a British consulate. It's still all the government right here is is British. Still, they just don't like it. Is 
most of the mean, most of the Marine Force is also British, but a lot of it is Turkish as well. Is that me being flippant and uh, paranoid, or is that is that something that you guys have also thought about? Because if he is working in tandem with us, it means he's here. This is the last leg of the journey. Hmm. Maybe, and this is just me spitballing here, maybe while we were finding the pieces, he was finding the scrolls. That would be helpful. There's no, the problem here is, is that there's no way to get in contact with him. He hasn't sent a message to us. Or maybe he plans on eventually approaching us. I mean, we could check the telegraph office again. Did we check it when we got here? I think we did. I think we did. check it when you first arrived, yes. We can check once again, but I'm of the opinion that Smythe is here somewhere. Smythe is doing something. Hmm. I don't think that... He doesn't seem like the person, whether he's on our side or not, he doesn't seem like the person who would just sit around even if he's injured. Well, realize, too, that all of those incidents that took place only took place less than a month ago. So. I know. If he was if he was severely burned, then he's still. And in fact, this is probably the most excruciatingly painful part of it right now, the mm. recovery. But, but, yet, it was made apparent that Beto's message seems to be. Let's do this. You guys are discussing all of this while you're quietly amongst yourselves as you're walking um, <laughs> so that you can arrive at the, the boat. Sure. Yeah, I assumed that we were just walking. La, 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 la. Look at those shoes. Nice Turkish shoes. Well, you guys arrive at the boat. And it's, it's a little tour boat. They've, there's other people on board the boat as well. By the way, Eldridge, Dr. Keith claims to have seen a dancing bear in the street. Yes. Like Not that, sure what that has to do with anything, but... The man, it was a man with a bear. Um, I'm... Uh, okay, well, I'm glad that you bring this up because um, doesn't... Doesn't Dawkins have the head? Yes. yes. Of a bear. <laughs> Do you think he's hallucinating? That the head, the head is making him hallucinate? It's like a cancerous lump in his head? I don't know. It was oh. Dr. Keith that saw the bear. Oh, it was Dr. It was Keith that saw the bear. Saw the bear. Yes, I saw well, the bear. What, then what the hell? <laughs> <Exactly>. Explain <laughs> as I walk onto the boat. Can you explain the bear? 
in the street. Yeah, it was it was it was a um, a, a bear. Was this during the day? Did the other people see? Well, this it? was at, at night. Um, at and night. Yes, it was. It was a. Um, um, well, you like a, a bear, a, 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 like a, a dancing bear of the sort that um, are led around on chains by um, by Romany chaps. But did you did you see a gypsy? Oh, I, well, I, I saw I saw a bear. It was at the bazaar. Yes. Were there other people? Once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my original question. Did other people see this, or did you just see it? Well, I, I saw it, and then I pointed it out to the others. But by the time I pointed it out, it it, it, it appeared to have gone. There were hundreds of other people around at the time. Yes, loads of people. Do you think that? I mean, there's no. I'm pretty sure that there's no bears in Turkey. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I mean, you, 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 I'm just saying that it was like, you know they they bring these performing bears in from all around the region, don't they? They they train them to dance, and I don't see what the the big deal is. It's just, I mean, it's just a. What color was it? Well, it was dark. I couldn't see too much of the. How big was details. it? Details. As I sit down on the boat, how big was it? Was it? Was it? It was. It was a bear shape. Is what it was because it was quite dark. But it was a bear shape just walking around the bazaar. Well, like he says, like a like a performing bear. There's I, a smile. <laughs> I, yeah. But I, am I just amused that you've gone way off on a bizarre tangent? <laughs> I'm glad that. Uh, I'm glad that Frank brings this up, Elizabeth, because um, it seems that you're the one that's going mad, not Dr. Dawkins, and he has the head. And, and you can see me sitting in the background just sort of snickering to myself because I'm just enjoying this. Yeah, everybody's, kind of, everybody's getting on board the boat. Yeah, and, and, and I kind of I, – I, I lean in my seat, and I've got a smile on my face. The, 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 the liquor helps give me emotion. <laughs> and uh, – and I say, you don't think that just some lady had a bear and they were just walking around the bazaar just willy-nilly. Even if it was a performing bear, they keep them in cages for a reason. No, they, have, they have them on collars, performing bears. Dancing but, bears, they have on, on a uh, collar and a lead. But when, but when they go out... When they, when, yeah, in the train, and they go to the circus and then they do their thing, like... You know, they don't just wander around the streets willy nilly. I don't. I don't see why you're you're all uh, reacting with such skepticism to the notion that I saw a, a performing bear. I mean, it, 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 it's 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 Constantinople for goodness sake. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because um. Benefit of the doubt. Hey, I, I know what I saw. Five days ago, I saw a house. Lift up into the air and giant chicken legs come out. Precisely, and now so, you don't believe in bears. I don't believe. I don't believe you saw a bear, but I'm just. I'm giving. I said I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you the benefit of a doubt. You guys were out. It was late. You probably been drinking. 
just, fine. just humor her. Just humor her. I'll humor. I'll humor her. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. As, as I, I look around and I say, I, everyone's on board. I don't see why we're not going. Faye, I tell the tell the captain that we, we yeah, gotta go. I, 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 I want to just sort of reemphasize at this moment that Constantinople is a very colorful city. You've got people from every country in the world here in every kind of national costume. I mean, it's it's a riot of colors and costumes and hats, and and you can see Asians and, and Russians and every, everybody you can conceive of, you know, is going to be here in the crowd, and it's like a it's like a just constant mixture of them. Probably the most prominent thing you see are fezes because it's what they all what the men wear, what the the people who live here wear. All right, so you get on board the ship, and for the next two hours, you cruise up and down, uh, or basically around Constantinople on both sides of it. Um, once the boat starts going. And after five minutes, it dawns on all of you that you really can't see much from the boat. You can see the, 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 the buildings that are right up on the shoreline, but you are actually at the lowest point. You're on the water. If you, oh, were, yeah. if you were 100 feet in the air, you could see the city, but you're down here. Isn't so you can only see maybe at the most 100 feet in off the off the shoreline uh it's a beautiful city all sorts of beautiful things you can see Hagia Sophia and all these big churches and mosques and things like that but nothing really indicates especially since you do that that one leg first you don't really see anything well if nothing else we got a very nice boat ride it's it's the middle of or it's beginning of spring so it means it's a nice temperature. You're in the beginning of February. It's the dead set of winter. Oh well, it's still it's still turkey, so it's nice. Yeah, it's better. It's better than it's in the winter. It's nice and cool. So you waste two hours. Yeah. And it's noon when you arrive back at home, or back at uh, the dock, and I would like you to all do idea rolls. Because it's noon. Righty ho. Thirty-nine out of seventy. Not a hard. Uh, oh, seventy-eight out of eighty. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> the um, the bathhouse that you are going to be heading towards is in Stumble, and you are across in Para. Um. There's, there's a big bridge that goes across, which you're going to have to use. But right now, the traffic is insane. You're going to have to get there as quickly as possible. And with all the blocked traffic, you don't know that... But I don't know. You're going to have to figure it out. Get a ferry or something across the... Well, yeah, yeah. Why don't we? Cross uh, the horn. Um, yeah. Why don't we 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 charter this exact ship to take us to Istanbul? Well, this is a fairly large ship, and he has more tour tour groups that he's going to be taking. 
Damn. So he won't be getting my money. But oh well, he's, he's going to take him, us back to the docks, though, isn't he? I mean, yes, but the docks the are on Paris side. Okay, they're not on on Stamboul's side. Um, if you, it, well, we'll just assume that you ask him, and and he says to you that you can just go down here and rent. Uh, somebody will take you across. Awesome. Um, if you're lucky enough to find one right now, because a lot of other people have the same idea. <laughs> I'm, well, it's, it's fine. I haven't spent any money on this trip. So uh, if, if, if they need a little bit of a greasing, they'll All be right. fine. So we'll say that you guys managed to find yourself a little boat that takes you back across um, and you arrive back on the Stambul side um, at, we'll say, um, 12.30. Okay. I guess it's an hour and a half to, to walk there. How far is it? Well, you're not exactly sure. Um, is Fayer still with you, isn't he? I haven't. We haven't shooed yeah. him away yet. He mm-hmm. says, um, he says, well, he says, if you follow me, he says, I'll, I'll, I'll take you there. We'll see if we can get it. It's very crowded uh, in this part of the city. Uh, but I know the place that you're going. Um, and he does, he does look at you, Dr. Elizabeth, and say, they're not going to let you in. I mean, there is no, a room no, outside. I'll, 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 but... I'll, 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 be, um, I'll be visiting uh, a, a local establishment where I shall, uh, where I shall eat... Um, Turkish delight, and partake of some shimsha. And Bayer, okay. um, once we arrive at the bathhouse, we'll just be heading back to the hotel so we can meet you back there and see what we'd like to do for the rest of the day. All right. If that's what you'd like. Yes. So if you could just point us in the direction, if you, we could follow you. All right. Well, you guys walk for nearly an hour. And uh, finally, you turn a corner, and you're heading down a street, and, and Fayer says to you, uh, that building there is, uh, I, I, I can't remember if I gave it a name, but that, that's the bathhouse that you want. And as, as you guys are walking there, Fayer explains a few things to you. Um, he says that when you go to a bathhouse, uh, there's a protocol that you guys are going to have to follow if you're going to go inside. And he says that he says the first room that you're going to go into is, uh, is the comic con. Uh, and you're going to need to disrobe. Okay. Uh, the second room is, uh, uh, the. So and uh, that has uh, bay, uh, baths uh, that are warm. And then uh, they, they prepare you for going in the steam room, which is uh, the Haratet. And he says, if you're going to meet him, that's the place that you're probably going to meet him. You'll have towels, of course. So you don't have to be naked. You don't have to be showing your, your junk. <laughs> But uh, uh, he says, uh, now you don't have to prepare by taking the bath, but 
it, it's the equivalent of 125 degrees in the steam room. So you you might get sick or pass out if you don't prepare your body by you know dip, getting at least a dip in the water. Um, and so he explains all this to you as you're walking, if you've never been to one before. And he does say that the females have one on the other side. So it's the same building, but it's completely divided. There's no connection between the two sides. If Madam would like to, to also have a spritz. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds lovely. So anyways, he points it out to you, and then he says, what time would you like me to meet you back at the uh, hotel? Um, we will meet you back, and I look at Frank at about five. Okay, five o'clock. Um, what? Why do you want to dismiss him? Oh, you guys don't want him to know about our little things. So by dismissing him, he doesn't know about that. As Dr. Elizabeth said, he maybe has a scribe if he knows that we're meeting here. He's probably either going to bring a scribe or he can speak English. Okay. I'm just wondering if we keep him on hand, though. Like, maybe have him go down to the Turkish Delight shop, too. Yeah, if Dr. Elizabeth wants to grab him and drag him along, uh, that, mean, that means, we, well, not only that, but that means we know where he is. True. Okay. We will know exactly what's going on. So, so, so I will accompany uh, Dr. Elizabeth. Yes, yes, I, I don't speak any Turkish, of course. It would be uh, very of difficult course. for me to, uh, to fully experience the, uh, the hookah bar. Of course. There, I, and he says there's one right across the street, so you can, we can wait there. I don't, I don't like the idea of being a single woman alone in a hookah bar, yeah. either, to be honest. All right. Could send the wrong signal. So, um, all right, so you arrive at the Turkish bath. And Dr. Elizabeth, you and Fayer go uh, across. Um, I, I'm going to just sort of assume, Dr. Elizabeth, that uh, you and Fayer have little conversation. You know, he since he's just with you now and and he's not doing a job, he's just waiting. I don't know. He asks you about your life and the things that you've done and stuff like that. He, but you can tell he's just being polite. Yes, we'll, we'll just change that small talk. Right. All right. All right, so you guys arrive at the bath, and in fact, uh, it's just exactly the way Fayer described. Um, you go in. Uh, now, stop me if you guys want to do something in the interim, but you're going to dis disrobe. You're going to have a towel. You're going to go into the bath area, and, uh, and then you're going to end up in the steam room. So the steam room is, in fact, 125 degrees. It's very hot. It's steamy. Um, I don't know if either one of your characters wears glasses, but that's not going to work. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wear glasses. Foggy. Yeah, yes, it's going to be foggy. Um, uh, the room is composed mostly of limestone and marble. Uh, it's white. Um, uh, it's got a tall, tall ceiling in it, uh, that, uh, has little, um, how to describe it? There are holes going out to the outside, uh, maybe uh, two or two feet across, but they've got um, 
like ceramic covers over them that have little stars that have uh, that are poked through. So light comes through and it sort of filters down through the the steam and makes makes the ceiling look like there's little stars all over the place. It's very pretty. Um, uh, the room is not dark, but it's not bright either. Uh, it's it's comfortable. And uh, there are a number of places in the room. Uh, the floor is, of course, also marble. But there are these pedestals. And the pedestals are six-sided, and they stick up. They're about six feet wide, and people lay on them and enjoy the, the steam. There are four or five other people in here. And as you enter, uh, there is one man almost directly in front who is a great large, large man, <laughs> as in obese. And uh, he's laying there, and he is sweating like crazy. You're all sweating, though. Um, but uh, if you ask an attendant, he indicates that that is, in fact, Baylab. I can I interrupt real quick? Yes. Can we rewind time just a little bit? Yes. Because I was under the impression that Dr. Keith was going to be doing the speaking. So I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to even ask this gentleman. Okay. You, you're can thinking we, about it as you're going in, so think about it. Can I talk with this uh, Eldridge here? Yeah. We're in the soaking pool. Tell me what you want to tell me. <laughs> That's what, what I don't know how we're going to approach this. Do you? We're. I just I think that we should just keep up with the lie. We're archaeologists. Who I will. I'm writing an article about uh, about Dr. Keith. You're the photographer. Dr. Keith's a woman, so she she couldn't come in. But we're looking for. A particular moss that has uh, an ancient past and has archaeological significance, but it also has a tie with the occult. I think we just stick with the why. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yep. I think I should. I think that we should say that like that. You're the photographer of the article, and I'm the writer of the article, so we work in tandem. Okay. Well, I do want to remind you that. Apparently, this Mr. Baylab is a man with all the information, so <laughs> he knows what's going on in the city. That's good. Let, let's right. see if he knows us. Hmm. I'll play that, too. I'll, play, I'll, I'll ask him if he knows us. Good idea. All right. all right, so he's sitting there. He's laying there, fanning himself. I approach... And I say, uh, Sir Baylab. And he looks over at you and he says, You don't look like an Elizabeth. That's not the voice I wanted to use. <laughs> well, you figure that out. Well, I. Uh, you well, don't I... look. You don't look very much like an Elizabeth. I sit down and I say, Doctor Elizabeth. Uh, unfortunately, she is a woman. She cannot come in. Of course. My name, my name is Eldritch Volkov. I am and a writer and an editor. This is Frank Coates. He's a photographer. Do you know why we're here? That is quite surprising. I'm not sure at all why you are here and why you seek Baleb. Uh, 
we seek you because we are told that you have information about all things in the city. Is this correct? That is true. That is true. Uh, I, I look at, I, I kind of eye Frank because I think this is going rather well for an introduction. Yeah. I've read all the pulp. I've read, I've, I've edited many a pulp. I know how to do the James Bond. <laughs> uh, and so, I so I'm 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 sitting on one of the slabs, and I kind of because I'm imagining they have the uh, uh, there's like a like a, a uh, like a thing that rises up, so where you can place your back on it. You don't just like you can lay on it, but I imagine there's something coming out. Actually, there's not. It's just flat, like a um, table. Okay. And, uh, you do ones. find that it would be just it would be more comfortable to just lay down on it. <laughs> be odd talking to somebody that way, but. It would be so. I'm just going to continue sitting, um, and kind of tw tw twisting my body to to, to look at his uh, face. But um, I say we're looking for a location. This location will have significant archaeological value. It has a tie with the occult. It's a mosque. A mosque with the tie into the occult. I don't yes. know what you mean. You don't know what I mean. Um, is he alone, by the way? No, well, there's lots of people. There's there's three or four other people in this room. He's alone on the slab. Everybody, no. the, the nearest other person would be maybe 20 feet away. In other words, he doesn't really have like a bodyguard who's standing no. menacing. Okay. No. Unless these people are with yeah. him That's somewhere. Okay. But we're not... We're not here to do him any harm. He's an information broker. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of uh, lean in and I say, we're looking for a place that's called the Red Tower. Mm. You know anything about this? How about a shunned mosque? He looks at you, sort of looks at you up and down. And he says, the, the information that you are looking for is quite dangerous. He says, um, I would need, uh, if I'm going to risk explaining some of this to you, I need at least 50 pounds. I laugh at this amount? That's nothing. To me, um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a credit rating, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a credit rating roll, and I'm gonna say, I'm good for the money. We have that, but I need something now to know that you know what you're talking about. We know a little bit. We want to see if your information matches the information that we've gotten. Can I do that roll? Sure. All right. Let's see. I got a 57. Can I spend seven luck points? Mm, no. Nah, all right. Yes, he says it's not, it's not a matter of whether I have information that you need. I do have information that you need, apparently. But uh, it's so hot in here, and my tongue, it is parched because of the temperature. I really need something... Uh, Something to loosen it up a little. I... 
I smile and I say, well, as you can see, and I kind of open and spread my arms, I don't have anything on me at the moment. <laughs> well, that was quite foolish of you to come here without any kind of means of payment. Well, I have money. It's just in my wallet. It's just outside. I see. I smile at him. I say, Frank could possibly go and get this money. Well, then perhaps Mr. Frank could go and get this money. Meanwhile, I will answer a few of your questions. Well, my, my very first question, Mr. Balab, because it seems that you're a neutral party. It seems that you're afraid of the danger, but we're quite well versed in danger. Mm. So can you dive in a little bit as to why you're nervous? about giving us this information. There is a, um, and he sort of looks around. It's like there is a very dangerous group of men in this city. And uh, they gather together in what I have heard is a abandoned red mosque. All right. Why then, Baylab, do they not come after you? If you have this information, if you know things, why don't they come after you? Because only Baylab knows what Baylab knows. All right. Listen, I would not recommend you going anywhere near that, those people. Very dangerous people. We know. Um, uh, Frank comes back, and he's got your money. That's all the money in my wallet. That's pretty That's much all of it. Because I don't know how to count out fifty pounds here. I'm an American. Yeah. <laughs> so you've essentially got fifty dollars, which is good because I'm pretty sure that's more. Um. Anyways, he takes the money without really even counting or looking at it, and he says, "Listen." This is what I can tell you. This is, there has been a great deal of activity from these people in the last few weeks. Uh, so much so that even I cannot miss. And I hear things, I hear things, very strange and dangerous things. I hear that these, these people, they are not... They are not Muslim. They are, they worship, from what I understand, they are idol worshippers. They worship some sort of a statue. I don't know what that means. But I believe that based on their activity, they have, uh, this statue was lost to them at some point, and they are acting very excited because they believe that they have located it, that this, this lost statue. You understand? Does any of this make any sense to you? They it are dangerous, dangerous people. Makes plenty of sense to me. But I really don't need to know how dangerous they are. I can tell you right now, Baylab, information to information. But that... I, think, I think that they are irresponsible 
for the, the missing children. But we can also guarantee that. And that is because I have found no indication that these children have been sold. You understand? Do you think they're either being killed or they're being I don't stored? I don't know. I can't imagine what horrors there may be involved here. Says, uh, and there are a lot of people that you cannot trust. You cannot trust. How can I trust you? Well, I am risking a great deal in explaining any of this to you. And all I can do is tell you that you must stay very far away from these people. If you want to study archaeology, there are many things that you can study here. I would stay out of this dangerous place. They are, they are, they are a terrible, terrible group. Um, but I also know that uh, that all of the, all that they believe, you know, is uh, is based on this strange, strange statue that they worship. Now the Red Mosque, where they where they meet, it is not terribly far from here. Uh, he says, I, I, I don't know. He says, you've, you've brought up some very, very frightening things. Uh, you don't have any more money, no? Not on me. But what I can give is a little bit of information myself to you. Well, what, what information can you do? I do trade in information. I look around the room. I look at Frank, because I hope that you know what I'm about to do. No? Well, then you're probably going to hate me, but I'm going to give him this, and I'm going to see if it's juicy enough. I lean in, and I tell Baylab, we have that statue. No sooner. All right. Do you say that? Then his eyes get uh, get big, and he looks at you almost with terror in his eyes, and he says, he says, he says, then you must run. And about the same time that he says that, an attendant has come up behind him with a towel. And you see Balab just suddenly go like this, and the attendant has jammed a knife right in his back. God damn it! Do it! I knew it. it. <laughs> That's why I did it. I was like, oh, I was like, we're we're not getting that information anytime soon. All right, uh, naked and unafraid, I am going to because I'm sitting up. I'm going to leap at the attendant. Okay, he is, uh, he's got two knives. One of them is in Balab's back, and the other is he's fully prepared to swing it at you. Okay. Um, you also start to think, it's, it's, fa it's, it's hard to see in here. It's, you've got no glasses on. 
it's uh it's steamy but there may be others in here as well oh yeah i can i can guarantee that um frank frank you have a gun right I had one in my coat, but go sure. get your gun <laughs> under my towel. Go get your gun. I can fight them off. You go get the gun. We need to kill these son of a bitches. Actually, I'm tempted to. I'm going to. What? Um, what am I looking at, Tom? Is the man with the knife? How's he reacting to Tom to Eldridge? Um, he's looking more like he's going to get away. Okay, he's he's not interested in fighting. Um, uh, Eldridge, do a dexterity roll. Oh, I can easily do that. All right, here we go. Nineteen. Okay, you almost slip on the slippery surfaces, but uh, you you manage to you manage to at least grab one of his arms. Um, uh, you see, uh, Frank. You see two others that were about to run towards, run for the door. Uh, that they suddenly stop and they start heading back towards you. You're pretty sure that they're also cult members. Were they the men who were sitting, or the attendants? They were. They were also. They were just men who were sitting in here. Oh, that's good. That's great. I'm going to leap forward and bend over Balin's face and say, where is it? Where is it? Um, okay. So you're turning your back on these guys that are coming at you? That's what I was trying to gauge. Like you said, the one guy was kind of running away. Um, well, they're, they're far enough away that they won't get there for a round. So, um, Let's let's do let's do Eldridge first. Okay. What are you gonna do? You've got a hold of his arm, but he's going to jerk away and he's wet and slippery. Um well I'm stark naked. Right. So, so is he. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to so I've got a hold of him by of his hand. I'm gonna kind of try and I guess either pull him in or pull myself towards him and then wrap my uh, legs around him and kind of just the sheer weight of me pull him down to the ground. All right, so that's a grapple. Yeah, so we'll keep he's fighting trying to get away, And he's trying to get away from you. 37. He got an eight. Oh, fuck. So he yanks out of your hand and immediately begins to run towards the door. Halfway there, his companions meet him, and they all turn around, and they're running for the door. Um, Frank, uh, you lean over um, Baylab, and you're asking him where it is. Let's see. Um, what he says to you, he, he's, he's surprised, and he's dying. And he he's he's opening and closing his mouth, and about all he gets out was, "It is them! It is them!" And he's dead. So or unconscious. So close. Um, chaos is in generally has now in generally erupted. There are other people in this room that obviously weren't cultists. 
that are shouting for you know police the police um I also, I, used, I also used the chaos and confusion to take a minute to retrieve our 50 pounds Bad luck to steal from a dead corpse. Uh, That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I know it's a lot of money, but it's bad luck to steal from a dead corpse. Uh, I, as as Frank takes the money from a dead, naked, obese man, I uh, grab. You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to tip the ferryman. Um, I grab it, Frank, and I say that we need to go now. If if if. If they're here and and they 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 clearly know that we're here, we need to go back. And we need to make sure that everything is inside the the crates. Uh, Frank, mm -hmm. I need you to do a luck roll. Luck. Uh, yes, twenty. Okay. Um, Eldridge, why don't you do a luck roll too? All righty. That is another 37. What is my luck? 37. All right. All right. Perfect. You guys, there, there is, um, you're pretty sure they're trying to stop people from leaving so that when the police get here, but you managed to slip around them. You've got your stuff. You've slipped around them. Um, but you're in towels. You've got your stuff. You didn't have time to put your clothes on. Or you would be caught by the police. Okay. Um, so, you managed to get out and go into a little back alley and put your clothes on really quick. Perfect. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, let's get into the hookah bar, grab Elizabeth and Fayer, get Fayer the fuck out of here, and then we need to get back uh, I grab Frank as he's like putting on his shirt, and I say, "They know we're here. They know we have it, and they—they're happy about it." I'm telling you, there's something that we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your money back, by the way. I say you keep it. Dead money is bad luck. And uh, I button up my shirt. And as soon as you put on your shoes, we'll head put out. My shoes yeah. on. Let's get out of here. Let's, we don't want to get caught here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Before that happens, suddenly some of the people that are, are standing in the front, I don't know if you call it the lobby of the, of the bathhouse, you suddenly start hearing yelling, um, like yelling in terror, like something the hell, something is going on now inside the bathhouse. I'm going to slip on my brass knuckles and I'm going, I'm going in. Okay. Can, I, can we see where Dr. Keith is, where we are right now or not? Um, Dr. Keith. You're just down the road a little bit, and you guys are sitting there eating leukumia and uh, uh, Turkish Delight and uh, sipping some Turkish coffee when you see 
some sort of chaos occurring at the bathhouse. And of course, your first thought is, oh, geez, something's happened. Yep. That's, that's entirely my first thought. Oh, goodness, what have they done now? And you think you see Frank and uh, Eldridge run out uh, naked in, with towels on and run behind the building. And now they're stepping out into the street again, like they're torn between coming over to where you are and going back in the bathhouse. So what are you guys going to do? Well, I think it might be uh, high time to go and see what's happening. I'm going to... I'm, I'm pausing trying to get Dr. Keith's attention. But if I can see her, fine. If not, I'm just going to, you know... She, you can see that she's walking towards you. Oh, okay. Then, then in that case, I'll follow Eldridge back into the... Okay. All right. Bear, bear in mind that I can't go in there. Yeah. Um, just as you arrive back at that front lobby, uh, there is terrified panic. Uh, people just come flowing out all of a sudden. There's maybe a total of 15 people that were in the building. And they come running out screaming. And you hear inside the the room that you were just in, the steam room, a very strange sort of flobbity sound. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's deep and baritone sounding and and bizarre. Okay. But they're screaming something in Turkish as they're running for their lives. I look at you, Frank. I said, we gotta go in. We do? We got... We we can't just, okay, assume it's a zombie, a Baylab. You really want that running around? You really want that to come back and, and find us? Let the police deal with it. We can deal with it right now. And I, and I look questionably at your brass knuckles. I, I have my pistol in my pocket. I'm, I'm afraid. All right. All right, go ahead. All right, let's go. I'm I'm rushing in. Right. I'm pushing past people. As you, you're rushing in. As you, uh, as you turn the corner and you're 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 coming back into that room, you can see Baylab's body is still lying on the slab, but all of his skin has sloughed off, and it has become this kind of thing on the ground, this mass, and he had a lot of skin, and this mass of skin is crawling its way towards where you're standing. It's red, it's bloody, and it's become sort of a thing. Sanity roll. Yeah. What are you doing, Eldridge? I passed. I'm good. I'm, we're doing it. We're going to save people, bro. I failed. Okay. Um, uh, uh, one sanity loss if you. Uh, ooh, one sanity loss if you if you made it, and one d eight if you didn't. Six. Oof. Okay. 
Um, six. Go ahead and do an intelligence roll as well, Frank. Ooh, 75 is a fail. Okay, so you're not completely destroyed by what you're seeing, but uh, uh, it... Uh, I've seen houses on chicken legs. I'm prepared for anything. It's, yeah. It's poop out of you, though. There, there's a moment that you're absolutely terrified, and you yell, not yeah. like a little girl, like, more like a, a full-grown man screaming, yelling. Mm -hmm. Um uh, Eldridge, you're you're not so phased, but you're you're almost expecting by now for something to happen. The thing is moving towards you at a rather alarming rate. What are you going to do? It splashes and it uh, hisses. Right. Well, I'm a brawler, so what I'm going to do is uh, I guess I'll drop one of my uh, brass knuckles. I'll pull out my switchblade. Or not my switchblade, my pocket knife, and uh, I'll get ready for. I, I I brace for it to to kind of leap up and for me to grab it and just tear at it. Okay, go ahead and do a brawl. Okay, that's a forty-six pass. Um, you are easily. Uh, uh, able to attack it. It's actually rather large. Uh, and you slash at it with your knife. Uh, go ahead and roll 1d4 damage. Got it. Three. Um, uh, you, you slice at it, but when you slice into it, uh, you cut the skin, but it just sort of flows back together again and keeps coming. Also, in the process... It touches you, and the places where it touches you feel like acid is burning your skin. Oh, that's good. Frank, it's time for you to shoot it now. Are you in between me and it? Well, it's, um, it's, it's pretty big. <laughs> yes, I will try. All right. You, oh, you really can't miss it. So just see how well you do. You don't. <laughs> say that. You, you had to say that, didn't you, Tom? I got, is that a nine or a six? That is a 99. Um, you fire your gun, and the bullet connects. You do 1d4 of damage, but at the same time, because the ground is slippery, you slip and fall backwards onto your butt with the with the kickback from your gun. Uh, one damage. Okay. Uh, Eldridge, uh, the thing is creating tentacle-like structures, which it's whipping out trying to grab you. Go ahead and... Um, it's not going to succeed, but did you want to do something? Um, I kind of want to, uh, like slice at one of the tentacles and at least cut it. Okay. Hurt it. Um, go ahead. This, this is your counter. This isn't your actual move. Oh, so. roll. Okay. Roll, roll, roll. All right. 
That is a 60 for pass. Okay. So you slice at it. Um, go ahead and do 1d4 damage. Okay. Two. Okay. Um, and it's, it's you know, doing this at you, but you're, you've, you've become adept at avoiding giant tentacled creatures. <laughs> uh, you're like a, a snake charmer. Um, I got my little tiny pocket knife. I'll, I'll get you. Frank, you've landed on your ass. What do you want to do? I will scramble backwards and at the same time try to stand up. Okay. Dr. Elizabeth, you are just outside the door and there are no longer any attendants. I was I was going to say, I mean, I would have heard the sound of the gunshot. Yes, I? you heard the gunshot. You heard um, Frank yell. I'm still not sure about going in, but I'm, I'm going to start tentatively walking in. Okay. Um, Nobody's going to stop you at this point. Well, if if I don't see anyone, I'm going to carry on going. Okay. If no one stops me. You do hear police coming. I mean, you can hear, I don't know if they had sirens, whatever. Um, something's coming. Um, oh, but it's, it's a ways off. All right. Well, I'll sort of, um, I think it could be, I think if I'm caught in there, I think it might complicate matters. Possibly. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go and wait outside. I don't, I don't um, think it would help matters if I was in there with, I, at the very least I might be able to, um, keep the police busy for a little while while they deal with whatever they're dealing with in there. Uh, Thayer says to you, uh, he says, the police are coming. Uh, he's like, I, I don't know what's going on in there. Maybe we should back out or get over here or not be right in the fr in front of the place. Yes, yes, that's 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 probably a good idea. Um, I, I'm obviously a little bit worried about my friends, though. I mean, the, 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 someone someone fired a gun from in there. Is this right. is this usual for bathhouses? In, in no, of course not. It's not a saloon. All right, been in one. You must understand. I'm, um, I'm not that sort of lady. All right, so uh, Eldritch, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to try and pull a Sinbad, and I'm going to stab into it, and I'm just going to yank down, rip the whole sail in half. Okay. Forty-three. Um. Is that a is that a hit? It's a hit. All right. Uh, go ahead and do one d four. Okay. Three. Okay. As you come down, you 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 slice into it with your knife and pull, and at the same time that you do that, it wraps a tentacle around your arm, and it has you. Um, and it burns. What is the damage? Um, let's see. Where's my D4? Uh, two. Does two damage to you. Oh, fuck. And it's trying to pull you in. It'll do that too, but not yet. All right. Well, I'm geared up to just start hacking at this thing. But, uh, but Frank, what Frank, do you want to do? Go! Bang. Uh, okay. 
Go ahead. That is a miss. Yes, miss. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you get to one point of damage because I just don't think you could possibly miss. But you didn't do much. You didn't do anything. So uh, you did one point of damage. Um, Dr. Elizabeth, you continue to hear gunshots. Um, I'm we, just going to give we, you the we, chance we, to do something should, if you want to do something. We, we should really do something. Um, you can hear the police getting closer. Um, what was his name? Fayed or Fair? Yeah. Fair. Fair. Can't, can't you can't you go in and see what's happening? I'm very worried. He looks at you with absolute freaking terror on his face. He's like, I don't know you, lady. <laughs> Bloody coward. <laughs> um, Eldridge, uh, the thing is trying to grab you. Uh, I would like you to do an idea roll before you do your next move. Sure thing, boss man. 49. Fast. You, you look over as you're fighting with this thing and you realize that in the room that you're in, there are uh, baskets against the wall with red hot coals in I them. I was just going to ask that. So I, I, I shout to Frank as I begin to try and hack this thing off my arm light it on fire! All right, we'll, we'll do the hack on uh, the hack again. Go ahead and try to hack into it. Okay. See? That is a 47. That's a pass. Okay. 1d4. All right. Oh, boy. Total of one. <laughs> Give it a paper cut. Every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. All right, Frank, what are you going to do? He's yelled at you about the, the fire. Um, I'm not sure how it's... The thing is, the thing is kind of spread out. Say that it's about six feet by six feet wide and about two feet high in the middle. And it's got, uh, it's got uh, Eldridge held, but the, the basket with the red hot coals is right over there. You could easily get to it if you want to in just a second or two. I would assume there's probably a towel laying on the floor. Maybe somebody dropped a towel. There's, there's lots of towels, yeah. So I'll just grab a towel and try to pick up the basket of coals. Okay. Um, the, the basket is, of course, almost red hot, but uh, uh, go ahead and do a, do a luck roll. We'll see how lucky you are. No, 81. All right, you end up spilling the thing over onto the ground. So there's red coals, and you can see one of the coals skitters across the floor and touches the thing. And where it touches the thing, the thing flinches back from it. But now they're scattered on the floor. Um, I'll start trying to kick the coals towards it. Okay, we'll, we'll do that in the next one. Um, okay. Eldridge. Uh, it is pulling you in, and your arms are really burning. Okay. 
So I'm going to look to the ground, and I'm going to... Uh, so I see the coals, right? They're all over the ground. Yes. Logistically, I wouldn't be able to, like, push myself into this thing and then push it onto the coals, correct? Hmm. I'd make you do a strength roll. Let's try it. My strength is 50. Let's do it. Let's try Might be able to drag it over there, too, yeah. Yeah, let's let's try let's try a strength. Fifty-eight. That's a fail. Um, yeah, it's kind of suctioned itself to the ground. Yay! <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm a that's your, that's your move, but go ahead, Frank. What are you going to do? You're going to try to kick some stuff. Yeah, pretty much anything I can think of, like. Kicking, using the towel, just trying to get the coals over there. All right. Um, I don't think you need to roll for that. You kick a whole bunch of the coals over there with the you you slap them with the towel, mm -hmm. and wherever they hit the thing, it it reacts badly. I want you to go ahead and do a one d eight. Well, one d eight plus two damage to it. Uh, total of six. Okay. Uh, uh, you have, in fact, seriously damaged it, and it suddenly starts to act like a wounded animal. It lets Eldridge go, and it starts crawling. It, it's trying to crawl away, but it's also swinging tentacles at you guys, trying to, trying to hit you. But it's now, now the whole. Everything in the room smells like cooking meat and uh, blood. Mm. It's nasty. Dr. Elizabeth, you're outside as the police are arriving. Um, I'm going to approach the police. Okay. They're they're just arriving. They haven't gotten out of their in the company of rickshaws my, yet, or whatever they're in. <laughs> right. All right. So we'll do that in a second. Okay, guys, what are you doing? I'm gonna let Frank go first. I want to see what he wants to do before I make an effort to pull away. Okay, Frank. I'd probably see how well the coals reacted, so I'm going to just continue to either sweat okay. the coals at it or, uh, yeah. Do a luck roll. 25, that's better. Okay. You kick a few more coals right up on top of the thing. Um, do a 1D, 1D8 again. Four? Plus two or just four? That's no. It, it doesn't matter. You you did it. Um, the thing stops moving and it begins to sort of dissolve into a a reddish pinkish goo, uh, and sort of just spread itself out on the ground like it's no longer animate. Um, it's just a freaking mess. And there's a dead skinless body on the. Uh, the slab. You hear the police arrive outside and what do you guys want to do? I am released, correct? 
It's, it's, it's dead. What? Yes. Unreleased. Yeah. So, um, I grab uh, Frank. I said, we got to find a way out of here. That's not the front door. Um, there's got to be a... There's got to be a, a, a way out. Um, hmm. Like like a, like a back door because they got to leave. They got to dump trash out somewhere. They wouldn't just do it out front. Hmm. Let's do a luck roll. Okie dokie. Thirty-two. All right. Um, uh, you do find. You do find that in this building, uh, there is a place where they do some some minor food preparation. Uh, they make tea. They make things like that for the guests. Um, there is a back door leading out into the alley. In fact, it leads out into the alley where you guys were a little while ago. Okay. Um, I, I guess I lead Frank forward. Let's, let's get the fuck out of here. What should I do with my gun? Should I ditch it? No, I don't think so. They can't. They, they, they couldn't possibly find us. And well, uh, what if they? They're not going to find anything that's been shot. Exactly. So no, but I'm, I'm just assuming there's people about, and they heard gunshots. Yeah, but they can't pin it back to you. It's a tiny. It's a gun. Just put it in your pocket. Okay. Let's go push open the door. Um, the police get out of their cars, and Dr. Elizabeth, you said you're going to them. There are a number of people also on the street who've run up to the, the cops to tell them, there's a monster inside. There's a crazy monster. You don't understand any of this. It's all in Turkish. But uh, they said it was it was an attack. There was a... Uh, they, they killed Balab. There's, you know, they're getting all of this just as a flood of information. Um, and three of them are heading towards the thing, and two of them are staying out here and talking to you people. So you walk up to the ones that are talking. Oh, thank goodness you came. There's some sort of some some sort of altercation taking place in there. It's absolutely terrifying. Yes, yes, it's under it's it's being taken care of. I do hope so. Do you, what what is it? Do you, do you, do you think it's 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 seditionists or something or or, or gangsters or, or what, what what could it be? I've never seen the like of it before. Uh, we don't know. We have to assess the situation. Oh my goodness! And here I am on my own. Um, I must I must find my friends. They're somewhere. They're, they're somewhere around here. I, 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 oh my goodness! What, what whatever will I do? Um. Uh, after a few seconds, you look over and you can see down a little side alley over here. You can see Eldridge and uh, Frank going. <laughs> oh, oh, um, oh, oh! I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, officer. I'm, I'm, I'm overcome. I must, I must find somewhere to sit down. I'm, I'm feeling faint. Forgive me. I, I must, I, I must go and find some fresh air. I I I I can, I can get I can give you a statement if you need one. I I was I was outside. I saw all the people rush out and and heard the commotion. Well, we might need to ask you some questions then. 
Yes, yes. I shall. Well, I, I, I shall be across in the in the. I, I, I shall re re return to the shisha place and um, and have a relaxing right. cup of tea while I wait. And I will immediately. So as you're as you're there, you direction. can hear. You can hear some of the other people explaining to the police that um, it was a guy with a knife attacked Baylab, um, uh, and then there was a monster. It's just. Uh, Fayer is just saying that's that's what they're saying. A monster? Good lord. Um, but anyways, well, you not see Franken. You see Franken Eldridge. What are you guys going to do? You guys get back together again. I take um, it it didn't go well. I think it went rel relatively well. I mean... We didn't get any information. We didn't. That's close. We didn't get any information. We we didn't get. Uh, we didn't get anything. So I think it went relatively well. I'm frustrated, and I. I I I take a drink of my uh, of my flask, and uh, I say to you, Elizabeth. They know. That we're here in Istanbul. And they want us to be in Istanbul. There is something that we are neglecting to look at. And it's that they want us to bring the statue to the Shun Mosque. Perhaps then we should just take pieces of it and, 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 and drop them in various oceans around the world. I don't see any problem with that, honestly, at this point. I really do not see why that cannot be a solution here. They have said that they were excited. They were uh, elatic because the statue was coming back because they had problems for so long and now suddenly a month a month uh, a month ago they started becoming ecstatic because the statue was coming back. We found the statue. That's why they're happy. That's why there's been this sudden burst in activity. We found the statue. They knew that we were coming. I feared this, that we were being manipulated. We're being manipulated. I look at Faya. Faya. Mm -hmm. How's he reacting? Um, he's listening to what you guys are saying, but he doesn't. he doesn't indicate that he understands what you're saying. Uh, since you look at him, he's like, is there, I, I don't understand. Is there something I can do to help? There is absolutely nothing you can do to help, Fair, And I say that with as much sarcasm and with as much spite as possible. He says, well, perhaps if there's, if there's something you're looking for, um, you you have not really given me much to help you with. Um, a few little translations here and there, but trip to the, 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 the newspapers. I sigh, and I don't give a fuck. I'm... I almost died. I've had a few drinks, too. That's, that's also... Well, you swept most of that out in the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, fighting the monster really puts a sweat. At 125 degrees, <laughs> yeah. Less, less that and more the giant skin monster, but... By the uh, way, I wanted to sort of say, I, I didn't say it at the time, but there's a lot of water in the in that area too, so you were able to wash your your hands off. and sure. They sting, but they're not... Um, yeah, I'm sure that like my, my clothes are all boily and stuff like that, but right. I'm washed off. Right. Um, Okay, I don't give a fuck. I'm frustrated. Because I've been saying this since, like, Milan. <laughs> and only, like, and now everything's, like, the pieces are coming together. But look, it's fair. I say, fair we haven't been entirely honest with you. We're looking for a specific place. It's called the Shun Mosque. Have you ever heard of it? No. The Shun Mosque? Exactly. So you can't really help us. I, uh, I said you're a great translator. You're a great kid, but right now we're dealing with something that's uh, that's a little above our pay grade. It's a little above our head, and we're just trying to figure out what's going on. Where where do you think this mosque is, and why are you looking for it? Apparently, it's not far from here, but uh, uh, we. I sigh and I, and I kind of pinch the bridge of my nose and I say, "We don't trust you." There, we, we, with this information, we, we don't know who to trust. That's the thing. That's the problem. The last person that we just talked to about this got stabbed in that building over there. He he looks for a moment like he's listening to you, but he's he's thinking really hard and he says, "When you say the shunned mosque, you mean a mosque that nobody wants to go to." It's a mosque that apparently dark arts have been practicing there. It's not Islamic, as is the thing that we're gathering here. They are idol worshippers. It was an idol worshipping site. He says, well, we aren't far from a lot of bad neighborhoods. That's um, another thing that they have said, and I looked at Dr. Keith. The mosque is apparently nearby here. It's not far. And, well, he, he doesn't really, I mean, all he can do is sort of turn in a certain direction and say, well, if I were here at night, I definitely wouldn't go in that direction. I mean, there's, that's not a good part of town in that direction. If I had money, I definitely wouldn't go into that part of the town. Well, that's the direction that we need to go in. And he's like, I think there might be a mosque I say to Dr. Keith and Frank, I don't know about the two of you, or even Dawkins, but I'm sick and tired of being manipulated. I'm sick and tired of this game that these other people are playing. Fair, you don't have no idea what's going on. It's completely out of context. You just have to stand there and just listen. But I am sick and tired of having to be manipulated in this game of chess. I, I'm done. I'm done. So, I'm going to go back to the hotel. I'm going to drink a little bit. And then I'm going to come back. And I'm going to go around the neighborhood. And I'm going to ask people about mosque. There's got to be a drunkard. There's got to be a cop who that's their beat. There's got to be something. There's got to be someone. 
but I'm going to go there and I'm going to ask around because as far as I know, they aren't trying to kill us because we're the besties. We're the best friends getting the objects for them. They wouldn't kill us. Um, um, Dr. Elizabeth, I'm going to assume that you yeah. guys are still nearby. Yes. We're having this discussion. Yeah. Um, the policeman that you talked to is now walking towards you to ask questions, probably. Um, he, of course, doesn't know that they, these your two companions, were in the bath, except that they're wet and uh, <laughs> look like they were in the bath. Um, but he doesn't also doesn't know that you guys weren't in the crowd just now. Okay. Um, he comes up and he says, uh, uh, Miss, you said you were outside. Uh, what can you tell me? Well, that, that, that was a, a, he's, a he's British, by the way, there was a terrific commotion. Um, uh, the people running out screaming. Mm -hmm. And um, then shortly after, um, there was a, 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 a very loud cracking sound, which I, I, I don't know, maybe maybe that was even gun gunfire, possibly. Or I'm not sure whether that came from inside or not. It might not even be connected. But um, it just it just seemed like I, I I thought there was a bomb in there or something. The way people were running out from the place, they all, they looked absolutely terrified. Um, he looks over at uh, Eldridge and uh, Frank, and he says, um, "Were you gentlemen inside? You look like you were in the bathhouse because you're wet. Your clothes are wet." I'm gonna leave that one to Frank. <laughs> Is that a bus that just ran me over? Yep, I'm just, I'm crunching your bones <laughs> under the wheel. I'm the one driving the bus. I didn't throw you. I'm the one driving it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes, officer. Uh, we had just no sooner walked in and we were starting to disrobe and all that chaos just broke out. I see. So, Did you see anything? Uh, just screaming and yelling and people running. Hmm. Can I ask you, uh, you're obviously not from here. What, uh, what are you doing in town? It's sort of a vacation business trip. We're here writing an academic paper. I see. Um, I'd like to get down your information. Um, sure. Where are, where are you staying? What's your names? My name's Dr. Dawkins. <laughs> I'm from this address. <laughs> Here's all my personal information. Do I, you, frequent uh, the, I frequent yes. the whorehouse. In <laughs> You'll find me there, a regular. I don't know. I will give him my information and tell him we're staying at the, the Para, the PETA? Para. All right. So he gets down all of your information and he listens to your you talking. And uh, uh, it takes 15, 20 minutes. And then uh, he says, you know, thank you very much. Uh, 
you should probably uh, this is not a very good part of neighborhood for you to be in. You shouldn't be hanging out in this neighborhood. Just yes, yes, yes. But do 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 you have any idea what happened in there? Well, we we don't exactly want to discuss that with the you know lay people. It, it looks like somebody was killed. Um, yeah, they've they've told me it was uh, Baylab, the 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 information salesman. Yeah, sounds like dangerous a, business, man. A wrong type. Oh, goodness. It's a and you can dangerous see area than we thought. You can see also that there there is some commotion among the police that are over there, uh, and one of them sort of indicates for this place, and he says, "Excuse, excuse me, I have to go." And he leaves and goes back over, and you well, can I, see I, them I, sort I of being like, be, "I hope we were of some use." You can tell that they're a little freaked out about what they find inside. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you guys want to do? Well, you, you, you say that he, he told you that it's near here, he said. It's nearby. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tonight head to the bad part of town and I'm going to ask around. Like I said, they will not kill us. If anything, they'll capture me, and you know where to find me. Just around. I'm around this part. But I'm sick and tired of this. I want fucking answers. And I, and I say it like that. I'm pissed. I'm just going to look, look around uncomfortably when he swears. <laughs> See if anyone heard. Oh, my. Like, we're being played, or are being played by Professor Smythe, or we're being played by the cult. We're not being played by the vampire anymore, so we eliminated that obstacle. I well, agree. Let's, I let's go I back agree. to the hotel and get our, get our wits about us. Yes, I'd, I'd rather... I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. The safety of the hotels, friends. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but I'm just wondering maybe we can come up with a better plan than going into a bad neighborhood at night. We don't we don't have to go at night. We can go during the day. Yeah, we can go during the day. I, I, I think that at night or in the daytime, it's going to be pretty much the exact same effect. Three wealthy or semi-wealthy, well-off, American and British folk. Walking in the bad slums of Istanbul, Constantinople. Uh, it's going to draw attention. So, disguise. Disguises. I look at you, Frank, and I say, disguises is an option. Wouldn't be that hard. There's lots of robes and stuff everywhere. <laughs> you can get a burka. For as, as a lady, I could just wear a burka, and and then I would be largely anonymous. Yep. Not a foreigner anymore. Um, I'm beginning to wish I'd bought a bigger gun. How do you think I feel? Uh, the fellow in the gun shop, he he swore to me. So he said that that's that's the sort of gun a lady should have. He you said can have he bought mine. a lady's gun. I just wish it had bigger bullets in it. Can I have mine? I can't hit a thing of it. 
well, no, neither can I, to be honest with you. I've, 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 I've only fired it once. I'm better with I'm my fist. Oh, I'm good. Right. So you guys start heading back to your hotel. Um, you're jumpy. Um, it's the, 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 the city is very crowded, so you're still making your way through crowd you you're constantly looking over your shoulder you're constantly worried um and just as you come to a, a thoroughfare uh where you can see your hotel down like that uh i'd like you all to do spot hidden rules hope someone got it because i didn't 94 I'm blind. Pass for me. Hidden 31 out of 45. That's better than me. Okay. Um, just, just as you are uh, approaching your hotel. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shit. I need to learn how to control myself. Uh, <laughs> Yay! So something bad's about to happen. Yay! Uh, Elter just got his eyes on the hotel, heading forward, and uh, Doctor Elizabeth is is looking around, and she looks back over, and she suddenly says, "There it is," and in a dark alley, sort of down from you, still still kind of obscured, but. You think you see uh, a gypsy guy with a bear. See, I told you. Look there. Look. And Frank looks and he sees it too, just as it sort of goes around a corner. It's about 200 feet away from you. Uh, and Eldridge looks, but he didn't see it. What the fuck are you talking about? There's no bear, just people. Uh, there's a bear. Frank, I uh, looked to Frank. I don't know what she's going on about. <laughs> Dr. Keith, I understand that we've had a very long day and it's very hot and you may be dehydrated so we'll go inside and we'll get you some water I'm dehydrated yes, You're I the mean, one who seems to have some sort of pathological inability to see bears <laughs> I mean, from a, from a, a purely from a, a survival point of view I'd say that's the more serious flaw <laughs> not being able to see bears. Take were you me. were you in a forest? Take me. Go. You'd be point. Putting your life in danger. I point and I say, "Take me to the bear." Right. I'm going to rush take... after it. Then come on. Let's, right. let's okay. go I'll down there you. right now. Yep. I'm going. How can we miss the two-ton bear around the corner? I don't know. I say how much it weighs. I didn't weigh it. I just said it's a bear. Uh, you will have to fight your way through the crowd. Get out of my way. She's a she's a she's a she's a cannonball of a woman. I'm not with that word. I fall behind. Oh, Uh It still takes you about five minutes to get where it was, and you don't see anything. Oh. You're pretty sure the guy was a gypsy. I'm going to start pretty poking sure random people with with my umbrella and saying, "Did you see it? Did you did you see the bear? Where's the bear? Did you see it? You there? Where's the bear? Do a do a bear. Lot Where bear? To a luck roll. Oh, nine. 
Um, Nine out of 47. What you get mostly are people who don't understand what you're saying. Um, But a few of them smile, and they just sort of do that. Like, they saw it go by. Yeah, also, also, also. But you don't see it. You don't see it anywhere. Are we in the same area where we saw it last time? Um, no, you were, I think you were at a restaurant the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Keith, I'd like to point out that what are the chances that you and you alone would see a brown bear, which are indigenous to Turkey, by the way? Um, I didn't see what color it was. I just saw it was a bear. I feel like I want to have you guys do an idea roll so that I just so that I and that's where we'll end it 59 out of 80 okay well if you if you passed I mean what you're seeing in Constantinople especially towards the bazaar area is there's street performers all over the place See, even the disembodied voice up there believes I saw a bear. Why don't you? (laughs) The voice in my head said I was right. You have to be one to see one. All right, well, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it right there. Bear with me. (laughs) All right. Our players included Thomas McKeon, Mick Swan, Jeff Wilkins, Uh, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations. Uh, Some of the funniest stuff uh, is said by us before and after the show. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, or subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Mm-hmm.